Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 107, The Escaping Average Effect. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is part two of this week's interview, and I'm super excited to bring Cynthia Tripathi back to you guys. But first, to stay updated with the podcast, to stay updated with what's going on behind the scenes with The Positivity Effect, just text the word POSITIVITY to the number 44. 222. You're going to get a text message from me that's going to be asking for your email. So just text back your email and then you're going to get be on the lookout for an email from me asking for you to confirm that you're cool with me filling up your inbox with stuff. Don't worry, I promise I'm not going to be filling it up. <laughs> it's going to be uh, once in a while, possibly maybe once a week, you're going to be getting an email, an update. But I look forward to connecting with you guys. It's been absolutely awesome connecting with uh, those of you thus far that have con- that have reached out and have joined up on that newsletter. So thank you so much for that. So again, today is part two with Cynthia Tripathi. And if you missed the interview on Tuesday, I'm just going to go over a little bit of her bio again because she has such an interesting backstory and she's written this incredibly powerful book that after today's interview, I hope you guys pick up a copy because it's really, it's changed my life and I really believe that it will change your life as well and it'll give you some insight if at least that. So Cynthia accomplishes goals with persistence, with drive, with really powerful ambition and you really heard why in, in the episode that came out on Tuesday and if you ever met her in person, just ask her how she achieved that 4.0 average in college. She's a fellow Tony Robbins UP, UPW firewalker like myself and anybody else that's been to that that event, shout out to you guys. It's a great event. And she has a diverse professional background and currently is a personal fitness trainer. She recently came out with this book that I, we're going to be talking about today called Escaping Average. And she shows you how taking charge of your personal development can transform your life. And also she answers the question many people have about initiating change, which is where do I start? So we're going to get into that really deeply today, and she's here to talk about that book, and really, the book is going to open your eyes on why all of us need to escape that word average and why we should all be chasing after that word fulfillment. So guys, get excited for this one. It's really going to be powerful. It's going to, it's going to be life-changing, and again, if you, haven't heard, if you didn't hear the interview on Tuesday, I encourage you to go back to that first. It's kind of like the layup in the, the basketball game uh, before the alley-oop. So please check that one out and help me welcome Cynthia now to the positivity effect. Cynthia, what's up? What's up, Thomas? How you How you doing? I'm fabulous. How are you? Very good. Welcome back. Welcome back day two on the positivity effect. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. And we're here to, uh, I think I have you here to change my life. Uh, <laughs> let's 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 change some some lives of the listeners and uh, let's help them escape average. 
Let's do it. So you have a best-selling book right now on Amazon. I do. And it's that very title that I just said. It sure is. It's Escaping Average, 18 Tips to Spark Positive Momentum and Transform Your Life. Yes. So um, what sparked you to write the book? Let's start with Let's start there. I think I, I was feeling a little bored. Uh, I work a, a standard nine to five job, so nothing crazy. And at the time, I was just a little bored, to be honest. So I'm like, what can I do? And I just decided I really wanted to write a book. I love writing. I love um, helping people. I love reaching out and influencing people. So that's kind of how that book came about. And as you started to write it, did you did you feel that it, it changed you also? Not just not just now that you were outpouring for other people, but as you went, walked yourself through that process, did you feel like if you were to look back from the person you were when you first started? Absolutely. I think when you take on any new project or endeavor, you're going to change in the process. Just a lot from learning the process and pushing through because there's going to be times when you feel stuck or you plateau. So writing a book, I think, is amazing. I mean, 81% of people want to write a book and 1% actually do. That's a, a stat from New York Times, I believe. And so for me, I really wanted to write a book. And I did. And looking back, it's really great to have that experience and know that I can do it and I can do it again and I can help other people do it should they you know, decide that's a project they want to begin. And I think one of the biggest takeaways I th- someone will get from reading your book is is helping themselves take action. And and if they didn't if everybody didn't listen if so, you know if if you guys didn't hear the episode with Cynthia and I on Tuesday, you are an action taker, Cynthia. You you've you've done and you've pushed and you take action and you and you make things happen in your life when you when you want to. And that's so important because there's a difference from from wanting something in life and there's a difference between actually wanting it and then taking action towards it. So let's get right into the the meat and potatoes of really of the book. And why don't you, let's highlight three or four of the most powerful tips from the book. And why don't you, we'll, maybe we can go into them and then we'll kind of jump into each one. Three of the most powerful tips. It's a great question. I'll have to think about what the, the three best in my eyes are. Um, I know that in the last episode, we talked a lot about health and fitness, so I won't get into that piece too much of it. But um, one of the tips I do have relating to that is exercise. Now, I say that because I think in order to take action, you have to be in more of a positive state, state of being, a physical state. And for I'm sure a lot of your listeners have experienced this. Um, If you've ever been kind of feeling lazy or deflated or unmotivated and you go for even just a, a walk outside or a mild jog, just you get moving and you get your blood flowing, you instantly are just, you feel better and you're ready to tackle something or tackle the world. And, you know, you're you're more motivated than you were before. That's so true. Especially in the morning. Like if you go out and crush a, it could be a walk, guys. You can crush a walk. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a run. <laughs> yeah. You can crush a walk. It's all, it's okay. Nobody's judging you. And uh, you get back, you're like, what now? I'm ta- What am I going to take on? You, you feel amazing. And it, it really is a great way I know when I've done whenever anytime I start my morning with exercise or meditation, the day just unravels fantastically. Oh, absolutely. And this is not one of the tips in my book, although I should incorporate in somehow maybe in the next edition. Um, I'm a huge morning person. I typically have about two hours every morning before I leave my house to go to work. 
And uh, two of the things I do is I do um, exercise. I do breathing exercises. And I actually read as well. Um, I just finished a book called The Four Agreements, which is a fabulous book. I highly recommend it. It was a quick read. I think I read it in two, three days. Um, And so just having a morning to yourself and exercising, that's huge for just taking on the day and helping you take more action. Excellent. So, so what's something else that somebody can do to, to start moving away from that, that fe- those feelings of, of, of feeling average? Yeah, great question. I think another tip I recommend, and I know you've talked about this in previous episodes of your podcast, um, seeing that it's called the positivity effect, but uh, gratitude. I mean, mm, that's big one, so big one. Big one. I mean, I I do it every single day. Typically, um, that's part of my morning routine. I do a breathing exercise, and then I I you know remind myself either in the morning or on my drive to work, what am I grateful for today? And I I try to pick different things every day, and it could be as simple as I'm just grateful for being alive. You know, life life is short. People people's lives are lost every day, and in, in unexpected situations, maybe a car accident or. Um, you know, something tragic that may have happened. So I think just having another day, another shot at life, that's a huge one to be grateful for. If you're able, if you have food on the table today, you know, if you have a job to go to, if you're not struggling financially, if you have a wonderful relationship with your spouse, if you have beautiful kids, I mean, there's so many little things you can be grateful for. And I think no matter how successful you are in life, no matter how unsuccessful you may feel you are in life, that's an important exercise that will always keep you grounded and it will it will always make you happy right now in the present moment and it will help you realize you have everything you need right in this moment to be happy today and the true test i i think is when when you are amidst that storm of whatever's happening in your life it, it could be very hard guys i know it can be it's i know in my own life it can be very hard to you're going through something so difficult and you're like, how am I going to be grateful that I'm, I have a car right now? Because all you're thinking about are those thoughts in your mind. But what Cynthia is saying is so powerful is, is the more that you do it, the more that you have this practice, it becomes a part of you. So even amidst those times when it's really difficult, because there's something so powerful about how your mind really can just take you down a different route that day that you didn't want to go on and if you allow it and and what you're saying Cynthia is you have to be active and 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 really really be active with your mind and gratitude is a practice that helps you kind of gain control back over your mind uh meditation part of that it, it helps you gain control back over to over to it so if you feel that this is something that you are doing but you're just not making any progress right now you have to be kind to yourself and and that's the number one thing don't don't beat yourself up about it because it is a practice and you have to do it on a, on a consistent basis and you'll see that you'll start to to really it'll start to change you it, it, yeah if you've never done it before and maybe you're having a rough day and you just say i'm grateful for that it's not like a, a, a vending machine you can't just put a quarter in and then you're going to feel better but sometimes even if it, it it may be that you have to carve some time out of your day to do it. And what you'll notice and what I've noticed when I do it, if you take 10 or 15 minutes to just sit there and reflect on th- the things that you have in life that, that you are grateful for, something starts to, amazing starts to happen in your life. You start to, 
you start to relax. You start to have a, 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 a sense of peace, a sense of calm. Uh, your, your thoughts start to slow down and calm down. When you start to notice, when you when you think about things like that, you you like you said, you 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 are alive today. You have a life. Um, most likely, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have running water, and you have this podcast. You have this amazing resource, and all these amazing resources, and these these sources that you come to for for inspiration when you or for for knowledge when you need to learn a new skill. Um, you have ears to listen. You have eyes to see. You have uh, your sense to to taste to touch it's it's just you can go on and on and when you go down that rabbit hole of gratitude and i'm glad that you brought that up it, it's 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 life-changing it's like it really is life-altering yeah absolutely i mean if you think about it the human brain it's two thousand years old and it's programmed to um have a lot of fear everyone has fear um that's not something that's ever going to go away and what you have to do is you have to it's easy to Notice all the problems. That's easy to do. Problems are everywhere. So if that's what you focus on, that's what you're going to find. But yeah, if, yeah. if you don't want to suffer, <laughs> then you actually have to focus on the good. And there's a lot of good just as much as there is. So much good. And I think I, I, just, I like that you brought up fear because um, I think when, when you're going through this journey of, of figuring out who you are and, and what you want out of life and what your purpose is and, and, and how you want to just strive to be a better person. Uh, listen, I, I, I think everybody that's listened to this podcast, we're all striving for better. Uh, that's why you're here. That's why you're listening to the show. If you weren't striving for better, you wouldn't be listening to the positivity effect. You wouldn't have went to iTunes and searched positive podcast or however you found us. Um, so we're all here striving for better. And that first step is 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 you're making the changes. So you're here. You're you're already listening. So that's a big part of it. But also again, being kind to yourself because a lot of like you mentioned the, those fears and that they're from so long ago. And also a lot of the fears that we have are created f- through our life as uh, our circumstances from whether it's from our, our past, our childhood, the experiences we went through. And when you start to recognize that those are things that were just created those fears that they don't actually exist they're just there from circumstances that you've went through life you can you can be you can be kinder to yourself and you can step back and you can reflect that this is not who you have to be you don't have to be this person of all these fears um because they're things that were when you really dig deep below the surface like right I'm, you're so we could probably ask you cynthia because you're a personal trainer when someone says um that they're upset upset about their weight it's such a surface thing there's probably some, so many things going on below that, that if, and especially, which is so probably powerful for you because you are also, this is what you do too, in terms of you know what you've written in this book that you can share that knowledge with people when you're, when you're coaching them and get, get them below that surface. Absolutely. Yeah. It's typically, I mean, they may say on the surface, you know, I'm, I'm upset about this. I want to lose weight, but it's usually something deeper that's driving them. It's never just about losing weight. It's always something, uh, a story or something um, that's tied to an emotional part of their lives. Maybe they, um, you know, had negative experiences as a as a kid because of their weight, and so for them, it's it's really this emotional struggle. It's it brings back brings back feelings of negativity in their life. So it's not just about the weight. It's about getting rid of all that negativity and all those people that hurt them in the past, you know, for as, as one example. So, yes, a, a big one for me, we, we were talking about nutrition on Tuesdays and I was mentioning how I had made that big shift and, and you had made that shift in your life is something I never realized. And I've been now 
consciously thinking about this when I come into these situations. So with food, the reason sometimes I think I would go back to things that I didn't want to really eat subconsciously is that you have we have these connections in our brain that are wired from the good memories that we have with the food, with friends, with family, especially with family. Uh, if it was a comfort food that our parents raised us to eat, uh, 20 some odd years ago and maybe we, we consciously now we're like no we shouldn't eat that but then so you're eating healthy and then you see it somewhere you see it in a window or you pass that drive through maybe that you had some really good memories as a kid you're now gonna your mind's like oh come on let's just have that let's have that cheeseburger from mcdonald's and you know it's not good for you and it's 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 being again going back to that sentence right of being kind to ourselves knowing that your brain can you can get hijacked like your brain can be hijacked from your thoughts and you can be taken away from what you what your core values are just because of these 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 deeply rooted memories that you have and it's and it's it's okay to say to tell, say to yourself that you know whoever say it was a a a family member's uh, favorite casserole dish that maybe you're not eating anymore they're not ultimately going to be hurt if you stop eating it um even though you have that connection to it, because I know food is very personal. There's a very, there's a a deep connection with the food that we eat, but it's it's just raising that that awareness level. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Absolutely, and I'm happy you said that as well because uh, something I always tell my clients: think of food as fuel, not as comfort. And I think when you tell yourself food is fuel, it'll it'll help you reach for you know fuel instead of comfort foods. Yes. And and when you start to, I like that you were on our last show, you were talking about how you just feel so much more energy. You feel lighter. Um, you, you, the, the brain fog lifts when you get away from those processed foods. Um, it, it, it's it's just an incredible feeling. It really is. You know, it's always interesting too when we, we, I, I, we wonder why there's so much sickness and flu around the holiday season. And I honestly think it's because of the food. Because we eat good most of the year and then we have these back-to-back holidays we have thanksgiving we have christmas we have new year's and it's just like this just barrage of good comfort foods and things and then now the new year rolls around and 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 everybody's getting sick and they're they're doing their new year's resolution to hit the gym and and it's just like you can look back if you just look at history it's just that time of year it's crazy so if you go into those holidays at least more consciously and not saying that you have to, to walk away from those, those comfort foods. But like Cynthia is saying, if you look at food as more as fuel, um, it's really, it's eye opening, and, uh, you can still, ex- you could still enjoy the experience of going out to eat with someone. You're just looking at it at, di- at la- looking at it differently. Absolutely. Yep. You have to just remember why you're doing what you're doing and, um, have a positive story in your head. That's right. That's right. So, Cynthia, let's give the listeners maybe one more power tip uh, to help them make a shift today, especially that word average is so powerful and sobering. And I think we've all felt that word or felt that way at one point in our life. Absolutely. So I don't think this is a specific tip in my book. It's kind of a theme in my book. Um, It's all about consistent action. So my entire book is themed around Focusing on a piece of your life that you want to improve, whether it be your health and fitness, maybe it's your career, maybe it's your finances, your social life, whatever that may be for you, and working on it a little by little every day, 30 minutes a day for 20 days in a row, you know, 15 minutes a day, whatever that is for you, just 
putting a little bit of concentrated effort on it every single day because I really want to show people change isn't this overnight thing, nor is it this big, massive mountain that you have to climb. It's something that's broken down into consistent small steps every day that over time will compound into this bigger change that you're trying to reach. So whether that be you want to start eating healthier and one of the tips in my book is, okay, don't go in your fridge and throw everything out because that's not going to lead to success. You know, you'll be right back, um, you know, at ground zero within a, a week or two after that. But it's maybe why don't you just add a little side salad to your meal? every day for lunch or dinner, you know, maybe you still eat that burger and fries, but maybe just have a side salad with that, you know, just taking these small steps. So you're not overwhelming yourself. And then once you see that you can focus on these small wins, like, yes, I ate a salad with my dinner last night, then that's going to help you gain that momentum, right? It's all about sparking momentum because momentum is what gets you going. And once you find that momentum, it's a lot easier to ride that and continue down that path. So my book's all about sparking momentum. How do you get there? How do you start? What can you do today and tomorrow and the next day? What simple thing can you do right now from where you are that's going to help you achieve your goals? So that's kind of the overarching theme of my book. That's why I have 18 tips because there's six major areas of your life. You know, there's your spirituality, your intellect, your physical health, your career, your finances, and your social life. And I give three tips for each of those areas. So you can kind of go, you can read my whole book, or you can pick just one chapter. What do you really want to work on right now? What's lacking in your life? You know, how are your, maybe your finances, you're not doing so well in that area. Go to that chapter in the book. You know, it's a 98-page book. It's really quick and easy to read. Um, You can actually read it in about an hour or two if you just sit down and read through the whole thing, which is great. But there's action items in each chapter that's going to help you gain momentum, okay? So it's all about gaining momentum. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're in this rut and you don't know where to look, you don't know what to do, just pick up my book and do the action tips. They're so easy and they're so simple that you can't not do them. Uh, excellent, excellent. I love that you, you you just brought that whole, it's so powerful uh, because we often do think that the things that we want to change in our lives are these massive, massive, massive things that will we never get started. It's you know just again talk on top of nutrition. It's funny that you were mentioning that because I think sometimes we all have these breaking points. And then when we come home, we're like, we're never going to eat this again, or I'm never drinking alcohol again. And then you just like throw everything out in your cupboard, and it's like it's great that we have those shifts, but it really doesn't have to be that drastic. It it can be just the addition of a little thing, like you said, have some salads or the a little bit more water each day. And then, and then as you start to do these small shifts, you, you, you grow addicted to it. You love it. You love the positive changes and the momentum that you start gaining because you feel the momentum and, and it, and it feels good. That's why once you start that, that hardest part is getting started on that workout regimen. And once you start continually doing it, it feels good. And now you're getting pulled in that direction and you want to wake up every morning and, and work out. And same thing with, with, uh, meditating. And, for me too with this with this podcast when I first started there was a lot of um trudging through um water or um you know punching punch making punches in water in the beginning it was really tough it was it was consistently taking action and and growing and and learning from my mistakes and not you know having that grand dream of what I wanted to do with it in the beginning but then also realizing okay all right step back there's there's a lot of small steps that I 
that I have to do. So that is that is great. That's so powerful. And I think that's if one everybody didn't listen to the rest of the episode, if they just took that that tip away and that that theme and, and implemented it into their life on a daily basis, it's it's so powerful. And sometimes when we hear these powerful things, guys, about how we can make change in our life, and then you know you go about your day and you forget it, or life comes and hits you again. You have to be active in these things. You have to take action. You have to take ownership over your life because if you don't, life is going to take ownership over you. And Cynthia is, is sharing just in some incredible, incredible insights with you right now that will will absolutely change your life if if you implement them. So so don't have that victim mentality that which I am saying. Listen, I I'm not preaching to you because I'm telling you this is where I've been in my life before. If if you don't take ownership, you're just going to be floating through the motions and you're not, and then you're going to look back and say, man, why didn't I step into this? Or why didn't I take action? So sometimes you have to put that, that we, we say that metaphor all the time on, on the, on the podcast, you have to put that proverbial oxygen mask on yourself first sometimes, uh, before you can take care of others. And this is some you know, really powerful tips that Cynthia's sharing by doing this, you're going to make yourself better. You're going to improve your life. And you're probably going to improve the lives of others too, just through osmosis, because people are going to see that you're making positive impacts, positive a positive impact in your life, and that's such a big theme, I think, because um, sometimes people wonder what is that secret sauce of how you help people. Do you have to just go out right and just just reach out to them and 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 point the finger to them and say you should change and you should you should be better when it really is just changing yourself and making a positive impact of of how you live your life. And it's pretty incredible when you do that, how people start to pick up on these little things that you're changing in your life. And it's it's kind of cool, too, when it's not just strangers that pick up on it, when it's the people that are closest to you, uh, your family members, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your best friend, your boss. It's uh, Those are the real magical moments when you make some positive change in your life and you don't even say anything to them. You just say, this is how I want to I want to be. Uh, and guys, if you ha- had the opportunity like I did to be on the video with Cynthia, she's just has so much energy and she's constantly smiling and you can just feel the positive energy coming from her. Those things are real, guys. Those things are tangible. And you can be that person in the room when when you walk in the room and everybody says, wow, I'm so, wow I, Dan just walked in the room. He, he's such an awesome guy. Or uh um, Margaret's here and, and man, she, she just brings, brings an energy into the room. So take ownership of those things. Uh, go back, re-listen to this podcast, listen to, to Cynthia. And also we're going to be, uh, we'll be talking about the, the, the book and where you can find that guys. But I want to ask Cynthia one last question. And first of all, Cynthia, thank you so much for coming on. This has really been, been awesome for me. Thank you. I've been so happy to be able to be on this podcast with you today. Awesome. Awesome. So a uh, little, uh, time capsule question for you that I ask every guest, if you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on everything that you've been through, you've done, you've created, you've written, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? I want to be a role model for other people. I want to be someone that people are so radiated by my energy and my um, ability to take action and my, I guess, strive to live this extraordinary life. I want people to remember me as as wow, Cynthia was really someone who who lived this amazing, extraordinary life, and she really strived to help other people do the same. Love it. Beautiful. 
right to the point. I love it. And uh, you definitely have with me because, and I, not to get too metaphysical, metaphysical with you guys, but th- those things really are true. And everything I was just talking about, about when somebody walks in the room and, and I, as soon as I turned on that, that podcast, I was like, this is going to be a great call. And I've truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe that Cynthia, because you are just, it's just who you are. And it's, it's, you're putting that energy out into the world and it's vibrating. And that's how we make these ripple effects guys in the world. It doesn't have to be these massive things that we want to make change. Of course, we want to stop starvation in the world. Of course, we want to uh, stop the the cruelty of animals, all these things. But sometimes it just starts right with you and making change with you. So very powerful. Yeah. So again, thank you so much for being on. Guys, please check out the book, Escaping Average. You can pick it up. Just head over to Spark Momentum. Dot us it's we'll give you all the information about the book where you can find it uh some some real great information a little lead into the book as well and uh you can check out her website through that link as well so cynthia thanks for being on what's a good way for people to reach out to you too on, on social media yep i'm on uh, twitter spark momentum i'm on instagram spark momentum and if you just head over to my website sparkmomentum.us, you'll be able to see my book as well as my blog and uh, you'll be able to get in touch with me that way i would love for you to check out my book um so i think you'll gain a lot of impact from it but only if you take action on it so don't just read my book please 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 do the 30-day challenges in the book it will change your life excellent and guys make sure you come back on sunday when uh jen and i have our our Sunday chat, our informal chat, our what would Jen do, I like to call it. We call it the what would Jen do podcast because guys, come on, let's be honest. The ladies always know better than what than what we do. <laughs> uh, and we're going to be talking about some of the stuff from Cynthia's book. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so don't miss that Sunday chat. Cynthia, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>